Welcome back to episode six of the Freedom Medium Podcast. I am your host and the Freedom Medium, Crystal Moreland. I am so, so excited for you to hear this episode. I cannot wait. This was such a fun time recording this. Um, Alex is a wonderful friend of mine. We actually just met um, through the initiation program that I have talked so much about on this podcast. And we dived into this program together, you know, individually, and we ended up being paired for practice reading as partners in the second week of the program. And that is when we met. And it was just, we, we hit it off from the start, instant friendship. And I have been loving getting to chat with her and co-conspire with her and really have her in my corner and be in hers over the past several weeks together. But she is joining me today. We are talking about the practice reading that I had with her when my first psychic information came through. So there's two different forms of mediumship information that comes through. We have mediumship itself, which is information from loved ones that have passed on, people that are you know, that were here on, on earth with us and have since left um, to go be in spirit. And then we have psychic information. And this is regarding, you know, past lives, information coming in from our higher self, um, and as well as information for the future and seeing, you know, future possibilities, future timelines, things of that nature. So this was such a fun episode to record. I am so excited for you to get to hear this. I just can't say it enough. <laughs> All right. So without further ado, let's jump in. Hi, Alex. Oh my gosh. It's so exciting. It's so good to have you here. I am so glad that you are coming on. You're my very first podcast interview ever. Oh my gosh. I'm so excited. Thank you for having me. Like my, my cheeks hurt from smiling. <laughs> <laughs> I know the feeling. <laughs> like you can see us right now. We would, we're both like grinning, like just ridiculous Cheshire cats <laughs> into, into the video. <laughs> yeah giggling girls <laughs> yes <laughs> we have a lot of fun together yeah. um which is kind of crazy because I was just thinking about it today right before um we met up here that we've really only known each other just like two and a half what three weeks maybe mm-hmm. um in quite three weeks which is crazy mm-hmm. um but we hit it off right away oh my goodness my apps are going there um and so it's very neat to see like, so Alex is in New Zealand, right? Where are you at in New Zealand? Yep. So I live in Wellington, New Zealand for all those people who have been to Kiwiland. Yeah. Very cool. And I'm all the way in Kansas in the U.S. So I love that we have been able to connect with each other when we're literally across the world. Um, but we were both in the initiation program. We're actually both still in the initiation by Danielle Serenk, um, Squamish Medium. And you were my fourth ever practice reading. So we got two readings in the group each week, two people that we would practice with that we were assigned to. And so the very second week, like well, here we are two weeks in, Right. And we get excited one another. Had you ever had any practice readings before this or any readings before joining the initiation? Not of, um, not for medium, not for mediumship. I've had plenty of psychic readings. Um, I can give psychic readings, but not, um, 
medium readings and it's interesting because I didn't think there was anyone I really wanted to talk to I was like well they're out they've checked yeah. out see <laughs> um you know and I mean I've I um you know people have I've lost people and it'd be great to connect but I know that they're okay you know uh so I was like well I don't really know what to expect like what are you going to get and that's the beauty of it you you just get some amazing stuff, some amazing information and some really beautiful messages. And so it's actually been a really wonderful experience. I always, I wanted to learn it to give, but it's such a beautiful thing to receive. And I think, you know, that's a huge lesson for people is actually how to receive, you know, from living loved ones and past loved ones. And so it really does open you up to the real receiving energy. Uh, It's quite powerful. Yeah. I love that so much. And you're so right. Just, I, I do. I think there's something just so magical and special when we're sitting there getting the information to give to our sitters and having that ability to open up to what comes through. It's, it's unlike mm-hmm. anything that I've ever experienced before. I love how you put that. Mm-hmm. Right. It, really is. Yeah. it is. You get surprised in every session and every, re- every, every medium is different every reader is different every experience is different and I think rather than now going into it nervous I go into it really excited to be like who knows what's gonna come through it's all a big bloody (laughs) surprise (laughs) yes yes exactly (laughs) I love that it is is though some of the stuff you're like wow Doris didn't didn't know you knew that so yeah it's all very exciting yes (laughs) and that's energy that's needed is and I think there's an energy that you get when you read for others and um, that it's just a whole different kind of energy that you get if you're just having the same conversation because you get all, obviously all the energy from spirit and it, it energizes you, but you have to be really, really high energy in order for spirit to come in and get the messages. So you're keeping up this really, really high vibe and you just feel this high, like you're receiving this high and I'm giving this high and I'm just like, we're all just like high on life. It's not a really serious, somber experience like you see in these movies and then these, you know, in these kind of old school kind of mentality of, you know, what it is to you know see a medium or receive it's all this like dark hovel like everything's purple <laughs> velvet you know this old witch comes out nothing like that it's really fun and exciting and we chat and we laugh and you know that the, the personalities you kind of take them on in your body and you know if they're a real character you end up just being a giggling myrtle as well um you know or if they're quite serious you go oh this person's a little a little serious you can make it so fun you can you know you just you make it this wonderful experience between you and the sitter and and obviously spirit and you just end up all having this beautiful conversation so yeah it's a very very special and it's been a one I think we're in week five now so next week's our last week um but all of us are like so can we still practice readings together and <laughs> Like so, Chris and I have had like what probably four or five zooms now, and we chat on Messenger. And we're like, don't ever let me go. Exactly. It's so like Danielle warned us at the very beginning when she dropped the bomb on us on the very first day of the program. Like, oh, by the way, tomorrow you're going to be receiving your partners for your practice readings. Yes, you're going to be doing these starting now. And then she's like, but I promise. Before this program is over, you'll be begging for more readings. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, I can't get enough. Like, I want more. And I love how you said about the different, um, you know, like characteristics and personalities coming through, because that is something that reminded me of our session together um, that really stuck out to me. So I'm kind of like you, like, 
going into this, I'm like, well, I haven't had really, or at least I thought I hadn't until we got through this, like all the way to week five in this program, you know, and I'm realizing like, oh yeah, there are more people that I know that are dead than, (laughs) than I remembered or that I was aware of. You know, when we think of like, oh, people that have passed on that might have messages for us, it's always like mom, dad, grandma, grandpa, you know, like brothers, sisters, like friends. We don't really think much outside of that. And the people that have shown up um, as I've been a sitter in practice readings, I'm just like, Whoa, like you're, you're hanging around. Like I would have never put that together. And when it was ours, um, and you were reading for me, <laughs> do you remember Doris? Oh, Doris. She yeah. was like, and so last person I would have ever expected, this was my grandpa's, I can't believe I got Doris. Um, I can remember my, the name Doris. I know. And she was just so like, super businessy and like matter you know what I mean like and you picked up you have this like great bubbly naturally happy energy and when Doris was coming through like I could actually feel her personality come through you even though you're this like super happy person and she was just like stern almost to the point of scaring you So we're really serious. We're not going to laugh anymore because this is yeah. serious business. Okay. <laughs> no messing around here. But it was so neat to see you like relay that her personality, not mm. only getting her name and bringing that through um, and bringing the information through that you had brought through um, because you had even told me in the reading, like this is the year that she started showing up because she's showing up for my daughter. And mm. um this is someone that I would have never expected to show up for my daughter because she was kind of like a, a pariah in the family from what I experienced growing up. Like um, she was my grandpa's second wife, um, but none of like the family, as far as like aunts, uncles, you know, parents, et cetera. Um, none of the family was very supportive of their relationship together. And Um, so growing up, I always had this just like embedded in me that she's not a nice person, you know, all of these things. So we never really had that much of a relationship. Yeah. (laughs) And, um, then you tell me that she's coming around for my daughter and you gave me the year that she started coming in Mm -hmm. and sure as shit, like I go up and look her, look up her obituary after our call. And I was like messaging you like, Oh my God, that's the year she died. Like so spot on, but there's so many things that come through, but the personality part is just the coolest because I think at least in my experience as a sitter and in the experiences that I've had reading for other people, when you're able to really tap into that specific personality, those specific characteristics, um, I think it just makes it that much more powerful for them that it's not just you relaying information. You really are kind of embodying the energy and the spirit of that person, right? And so I just love that you mentioned that because that immediately brought Doris to mind and it just makes me laugh so much because I was like, this is just so crazy. I would have never expected her to come through, let alone like come through, you know, in that manner for her personality to shine. You did amazing. It was so cool getting to see that. (laughs) That was a really big surprise for me with um, mediumship and something that's not really talked about. So, and I don't know if it is just something that, um, that I, you know, that I can do, that it is something we can all, I'm not sure, but it was something that um, was fed back to me very quickly. Like, wow, I could, 
it was like I was with them you you changed and like you were really showing their personality and I you know I don't realize that and normally the, the spirits that come through are happy spirits because we are happy light beings and so I think uh, it's very easy for them to get attached to my energy and then for me to kind of communicate the kind of person they are but that was a really big that was a big learn for me that I was doing that I wasn't even I didn't even realize so I think there's a real big takeaway from this course that you're le always learning something new and that's so that's what's so beautiful about it um and I've been reading for a long time in other ways and this is a whole different experience and so I just I love that we never it's it's like any career you kind of never hit a ceiling really you can always learn something new um and I'll be learning until I die and I think that is what makes this work so exciting that it's not like oh so yes I am a medium now I am a, a psychic now and therefore now I just do this it's like no we're always stretching and we're always learning something new and there's Doris has come through and put a spanner in the work sometimes <laughs> and we're like well I guess I'll just learn to do that that's interesting yeah <laughs> yes it's so true it's and I love that. I think that that is, there's beauty in that. I'm a person that naturally has gotten bored with things so quickly and so easily in my mm -hmm. life because it's like you learn the thing and then you know how to do the thing and that's just it. I love the no challenge of learning. Yeah, there's no like challenge there. And mm -hmm. going into every single reading, it's, it's different, you know? you learn something new there's something that you take away that is one thing that I have kind of made it a point on this podcast is that when I'm talking about the readings that I've done I'm like okay what did I learn from this because there's always something to be learned and sometimes like there's lots happening right that we're learning and that we're taking in and that we're realizing um but I think that that's what sets this journey at least for me apart from all the rest is that there is no ceiling like there is no like okay you've made it and this is just it now. Like it's constant growth. It's constant change. It's constant evolution. And I love that so much, so Me much. Me too. And I love that it is a full, it's work that's fully of service. You know, I don't really get any, any benefit, you know, from a reading in terms of, I mean, I get so much benefit, but you know, the message is all for them. Like I fully embody the message and the whole session is just about them. It's not about me. I don't even come into it. It's all about whatever information is meant for them, you know, whether they want to receive it or not. Um, this is the stuff that they need to hear right now. So there's a big trust thing, but that's what the beauty of it is. And so I leave feeling really that what I get out of it is the joy of others and the feeling of excuse the airplanes by the way I live next to the airport uh, we still have it's um you know COVID's not a huge thing here so fly away um so anyway um but you know this is why it's such beautiful work because it's fully of service like it's not about me at all at all ever and um like who I am doesn't even have to come into it ever so I think that this is really does embody service really does embody you know how we can help others and help them feel at ease um with the, their loss or or with the current situation if we're going more the psychic route or the past life route and bringing those messages in so they can get clarity and ease and to start to for me my the the biggest thing I want out of it is so people can feel, you know, that they are loved and supported and they're exactly where they're meant to be. Everyone is always worrying if they're off, off path, off journey, have they made the wrong choice? They've got choices to make. Is it going to be wrong? And then learning that because there is no right or wrong and they will always be lovingly redirected, whatever choice they make, let's like say they make one choice, but it slightly diverts. 
you know, source will always redirect them lovingly. And, you know, and it's just when people realize that and really feel that and they have loved ones come through that reinforce that, it's like, I think there's just no better feeling and they feel so good leaving. You know, I just feel like that, and it was my little rant, but I'm like, that is just, that is the work. That is the beauty of it. That's what you get out of it is someone leaving going, God, I feel so much better about my life. <laughs> you know? Yes, yeah. And I think that that is so important to really put out into the world because no one wants to leave a reading left feeling like they're in the same place that they were in before they came in, right? Like they, they want, they come there for a reason. They're, they're really searching, whether it's for guidance or for understanding that their loved one's okay. Or, you know, like you said, like, where are we going? You know, where am I supposed to be going here? Am I on the right path? And I think that that is what sets apart the, the mediums and the psychics that really are going to go through and change the world with the ones that maybe just kind of dabble in it or don't really feel drawn to it in a, in the same sense is because they're going to be, oh, this is crazy. Sorry. Just a little blip here. We've already had this conversation. <laughs> Um, I'm just realizing it now. And it was probably about six months ago, but we were having this exact conversation and it came to me in a dream. And so, sorry, when those things happen, I'm still a little bored and set back. <laughs> oh, God, a so cool. moment. oh my gosh. We're going to always celebrate a deja vu because it's then we start to trust ourselves more that, okay, we're, we're up, you know, premonitions, they, they are, because everything is happening now. And so that means we were connected to this moment six months ago. Amazing. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. Yeah. I love when that comes through. It always kind of like throws me off track for a second because I'm like, oh my God, yeah. I've been here before. <laughs> but should, yes, um, I think that that makes a difference. Like yeah. just being of service, taking the ego out of it altogether. Because ultimately when we're going into a reading, it shouldn't be about us. It shouldn't be about how good we are or, or how um, impressive we can be. It's always got to be about offering healing to the person that's sitting in front of us. You know, um, that's really where things change. I get so like sappy and emotional talking about it with my husband because I'm like literally one person, like you could just affect them in one small minute way that can change their life forever for the positive. And I had a reading, um, a couple of weeks ago. And from that reading, there was so much that came through for that person. Um, and so much healing that happened during that session. But then what happened after that was she was actually able to deliver healing to someone else because of the messages that came through. Um, mm -hmm. A dear friend of hers had passed and she was able to deliver specific messages that that friend had brought through to her for her mother. And like, I'm getting <laughs> so many chills right now, just thinking about it. But I was like crying in the car telling Brandon like, oh my God, like, this is so amazing. You know, I'm here because I want to help heal other people and help them, you know, progress forward. And I never thought for a second that it could go beyond that person. And that it's like this ripple effect. And it just makes me so excited because you're helping change the world. You're helping change generations through that. And it's not about you. It's about creating a better 
reality, even if it's just for that hour that you're sitting with that person for someone else, there's like no ego involved in it whatsoever. It's the first thing I've ever done where I can completely step away from that, like human side of myself Mm -hmm. and just feel totally able to let go of control. And it's like the greatest feeling too. Like you said, it's like a high, you're totally high. Like (laughs) you get done and you're just riding on this mega high. And to do the work really well, you have to have um, a really high duty of care. So you have, there's, there's this ultimate deep love that you have to have for, the, for your sitter that um, allows the information to come through, you, you know, and I think because, you know, as we know, there's um, fear and love. So one's ego, one's heart, <laughs> one's mind, one's heart, but we really have to close the mind. And I think, you know, a lot of people um, think that this work is something that you're, you're born with, you're gifted with. And yes, there are a lot of, you know, I was born and I, um, I was able to see a lot of things that people couldn't see, you know, feel a lot of things that other people couldn't feel. But then as you go through life, you know, you develop an ego, you develop your mind and that takes over. So this works actually really hard practice. And this is why we do things like practice readings. And this is why Crystal and I have sessions together where we, you know, can tap into things and, you know, give messages that are clear of ego because the ego always want to jump in and goes, is it, is it, are you lying? (laughs) Your imagination, are you making that up? Because you saw that on a movie last week. You know, I just, that doubt is constant and really transcending that ego on the, in these moments will never fully, I I don't believe in the state of transcending the ego um, permanently because the ego in our mind is a tool. It's a very important tool that we've been blessed with to, to be human. It's a very important aspect of being human, which is our job here is to be human. We don't want to transcend it, but we need to know when to switch it on and off like any tool, you know, like any power tool. So um, switching it off in these sessions is so important, but it takes so much practice because we're human too. We go out and we get anxiety and worry about, you know, oh, you know, uh, uh, baby's hip, you know, it's not doing too well. And then, you know, oh, my auntie Susie's coming. She's stressing. We all worry about things out of our control and that are in the future. And we all do this and we're still human, have our own human problems once we step out of that reading. But in that moment, it's so important to have ultimate love, ultimate care, and to really close the ego down. Um, And it takes practice. It takes so much practice. The love comes in naturally, but man, we have to practice closing that ego. Like, how do you find that? Yes, 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 yes. (laughs) That's really the trick. Um, Which, speaking of, when we're in readings and we're letting go, the experience Mm -hmm. that I had during your reading was mind blowing. In fact, it was kind of one of those things like, and I love that we talked about releasing the ego before this, because I didn't even realize what had happened because I was so unattached to the outcome until you had brought it up after we kind of like finished up the reading and, you know, we were kind of validating and going over the information that had happened. And you said, you know, that was all psychic information. And I was like, Oh my God, (laughs) like, I wasn't even thinking about it. Right. Like, and so Prior to our reading, um, just a little like mini backstory. I had actually received a reading with someone that I go to probably like once every six months, just, you know, for a little check-in and I love her. She's just, just getting on the phone with her. She's just so, she's just like that loving spirit. You know what I mean? Like she's almost like your grandma, like you just want to be around her. Right. And so we'll get together and, and chat and um, about, I think it was December 
I think it was. Yeah. She had, we'd had a reading prior that was almost a year ago. And, um, she kind of told me like, Hey, you know, you've got something here with this. It's kind of like in the potential of your path. If, if you want to like draw this in, you know, and I was like, eh, you know, not right now. And like, it's really cool, but I'm like super hard focused, right? This is when I was getting ready to leave corporate back then. And I was like super eye on the prize. Right. And then in December, when we were meeting up again, she, I had gone through like my dark night of the soul. And I was like, what am I here to do? And I was like, I just, I just need guidance. Right. And she had told me that I'm, you know, I'm here to be of service in a healing manner, but in doing so through mediumship, right. And through psychic mediumship, being able to utilize gifts to help others kind of become aware of what they're here to do. Right. And using that information psychically. So we joined the initiation and I'm getting this, um, these readings are coming through from a mediumship angle, which is the, you know, spirits that have passed on. Right. And so right before you and I session that we had together, I had set the intention, which I always go in and, you know, set my intention beforehand. And I'm always just very open to what happens. All I ask is for one little piece of information that can help the person that I'm reading for, you know, offer healing. Um, everything else outside of that is free game, like whatever they want to bring me. Right. And, but I had said, I was like, so, you know, I know that I'm here to do like psychic readings. Um, and I'm not trying to like tell you what to do, but if you're interested in giving me psychic information, that would be cool, (laughs) you know, but if not, I totally understand. Like, it's just whatever she needs. Right. And so when I went into your reading, I wasn't even thinking about, by the time that our reading started, I wasn't even thinking about the fact that I had asked for this. Right. Like, and when it opened up, I'm I'm just going to let you kind of tell me from your experience, like what that reading felt like for you, like how it all kind of came to fruition, so to speak. So we'll just um, jump to it. Basically, um, we were talking to a woman named Julie and it was quite a long time ago. You know, it was like saloon-esque, right? It was like in a, in a, um, an old, you know, pub, we'd call it a pub here or a bar, um, a bar, um, but, uh, <laughs> You're um, saloon. Yeah, I lived in Canada for a couple of years. Years, I got my R's. Um, <laughs> and we don't say R's here. And um, yeah, and so I was like, oh, okay, interesting. And I, I just jumped in my head. I was like, this is past. This is this is you know past past life or past past ancestor. All good. Just sitting receiving, just receiving, and. Um, and there's this person called Julie, which is really interesting. It's called Julie. I really I don't like that name. I, oh, anyone who could listen to this called Julie, love you. But I was really <laughs> and I was like, oh, but what if anyone calls you like Julie? Like, there's something about that name. Really interesting. This person is called Julie. Anyway, so we were um, chatting, and she was giving um, messaging. So she was like, so is there? what's going on at the moment around you not expressing yourself what's going on at the moment around you know and so it was I was like oh this is topical this is this is interesting and I'd not I'd only just met Crystal she didn't know anything about we didn't even chat like we chatted a bit at the start about the course but I didn't give her my you know (laughs) 
three and a half decades of <laughs> life information. Um, but it was very interesting. The person that came through and you know, I'd ask questions, she'd tap her foot and she'd look at the time. She's like, hurry up, you're, you know, you're wasting time. You're wasting time on this particular man. You're wasting time doing this particular thing. You know what to do. Like this really sternness that I, I, I definitely needed because I needed someone to help me make the decision, even though I was feeling impatient, like, I think I'm wasting time. I was more anxious about it than actually doing anything about it because my spiritual side said, oh, no, just let it flow. What will be, will be. But there was something in me going, no, there needs these decisions that need to be made, but I'm struggling to make them. And so Julie stepped in, which actually was my past self. And so that was really, and I remember the moment that you paused and you're like, so I don't know how you feel about this, <laughs> but if I say this might be a past life and I'm like, yeah, resonating, like already hit me that it's probably that. Yeah. Okay. And you feel it in your body. You're like, yes, this is me. Y yes. Like even right now I'm getting tingles. You just, you're like, yes, this is, um, which is the beautiful thing that we, with uh, mediumship that you explore, you really get really close to clear sentence. You just feel all the tingles and all the moments, all the places. Um, and so, yes, there was all these beautiful descriptions of, yeah, her tapping her foot, looking at the clock, um, you know, playing music, like, you know, be more joyful, like all these, all these really intricate messages, which I know that they mean, and I know, you know, where they, where they sit. And the beautiful thing is, um, cause you know, we don't want to wear a whole hour reading, but at the end, what I think is a beautiful gift that you offer. And I like to offer the same thing is do you have any questions? And I think that that is the ultimate gift. Like, do you have any questions for yourself? Like, this is how, this is, I mean, we're all spirit anyway. We're, always, we're all just one, but that's a bit deep. But basically, you know, you, do you have any questions for your past self? And I was able to go, so what should I do about? And, you know, beautifully, you'd cut me off. You'd be like, I'm sorry, she's cutting you off. <laughs> she already knows what you're going to ask. And she's like, why are you even asking me that? You know what to do. Yes, do that. Like, and it was so, it was a really very quick link, very connected. And you opened up the floor to ask questions. And I was able to, and it was things yes, I already knew, but we all seek confirmation. And to have our past lives, I think, I, th I don't think it would have ever been as if, 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 if me, me old aunt, I don't have an aunt Daisy, but I kind of wish I was like, me old aunt Daisy. Um, I don't know who, even my stepdad, goodness, you know, I lost him a few years ago. He died, you know, really young and well, really young, he's 51, but he's young. And, you know, the thought of him still passing just still brings me to tears. But even if he said, you know, you need to move on from this person and that's had its time and move on, I'll be like, okay, and still not do it. But when your past life is tapping their foot at you and is like, hurry the F up, you are effing around. I'm like, okay, I'll do it then. There's something about kicking your own ass um, spiritually. <laughs> so when your own ass comes in to kick it, you're like, okay, well, I guess I'm listening. So there's a really beautiful resonance there. So I hope I gave that a bit of a description without going into detail, but yeah, oh, I love that. And you know, you're so right. Like we have whoever show up, the person, the people that show up, whether it's, you know, family members that have passed on, um, you know, our, our past life selves, um, our higher self, you know, through that energy or even, um, which I'll be talking about this in, or I actually am talking about this in one of the latest episodes on the podcast, um, people that are still currently living, right. Talking to their higher selves. They're still here on this earth plane with us. Um, spirit really sends through 
whoever you're going to resonate with that message with at that time, like who, you know, where you need that message to come from. And I think that that's so important to recognize going into a reading is sometimes we can get attached to who we want to hear from or what we, you know, where we need the message to come from. And then it can come from the place that we least expect it. Right. Yeah. And when you, when you were thinking like to yourself, like this is a past life, this is a past life. I was, I remember that part in the reading because I was like, I am not getting the usual feeling like, oh, this is mom's side or, oh, this is dad's side or, oh, this is like an aunt or an uncle or a friend or whatever. Like I'm not getting any of these feelings. And all of a sudden out of nowhere, I was just like, is this a past life? And I'm asking this in my mind, you know, kind of as this reading is happening. And it was like immediate confirmation. But then I'm like, okay, well, I don't know who, you know, who's sitting in front of me, what her beliefs are. Some people think that that's crazy, even though they're here for a psychic reading or a a mediumship reading, like, you know, and so I'm like, oh, okay, how do I, how do I go about giving this, you know? And then I'm like, I guess I'm just going to ask, you know? Um, And so that was so cool that that confirmation came through for you, that it was able to come through for me. And then when you mentioned the questions, that is literally like my favorite part of a reading, my absolute favorite part. Once we're able to make the connection and we know who's here or why they're here, I always love to give the floor to my sitter, you know, because like I just told um, the person I read for a couple of days ago, like this is your time right? Mm -hmm. You know, the questions that you have, you know, the guidance that you're looking for. I'm not, I'm not, you know, um, what's that word I'm looking for? I'm not like telepathic. I'm not grabbing the information from your brain. Right. So I want you to have the ability to ask the questions that you want to ask. Sometimes Mm -hmm. people will come in and like, I had a, a reading once, um, in one of our practice sessions where a great grandmother of mine came in And wonderfully enough, the person that was reading for me asked if I had any questions. And I was like, nope, (laughs) thanks for showing up. Great grandma, you know, Um, but I didn't have any questions and that was totally fine. Um, But I want to really give the floor to my sitter and give them the opportunity to ask the questions because, and then for me, like the thing that I feel as the vessel, as the channel, as the medium in that, that essence once you start asking questions, there's like this consistent flow. It's nonstop. It's very clear. It's very strong. Like I don't, there is literally no room for me to doubt or second guess what's coming in. Because just like you said, like you started asking something and I was like, Oh, wait, nope. She already knows what you're going to ask. Like, here's the answer. They already know. Right. And so it's just like this constant stream of like vast amounts of information coming in and there, it leaves no room absolutely whatsoever for like my human mind to come in and be like, well, is she going to get that? You know what I mean? Like, it's just constant. And I love that so much. Um, and when there is a gap, um, you, our ego can jump in. Um, cause that's what our ego likes to do. Oh, there's a gap. I can make myself known and take over. Um, oh, this is my moment. You know, um, I can make her really scared. Um, and so when there is a gap in information, I think that is it's trusting why there's a gap. And this is something that I've had to learn over time and get really comfortable with is when there is a gap in the information or in the link or in the flow with spirit, there's meant to be a space and it's like a purposeful space. And it's really trusting the entire process and knowing that, 
I'm guided in this process. You know, spirit wants me to be a conduit of their message for this person. And it's not going to be like, Alex, you're shit, blocking you off. Like, <laughs> it's going to dump us. It doesn't dump us. Um, it's usually when there's a space, there could just be um, a time that this, that this individual needs to sit with the information. Because I think as a reader, we can't help but go, I just want to give you all the information. How do we let it sit? How do we let it resonate? How do we let that information kind of, you know, them embody that information? And I've noticed that when there is a pause, this is something I've had to practice, really pause with that information and just look at them. And normally, because I've been talking like nonstop, because there's just always an influx of stuff. And I'm usually really high vibe. I'm like, la, 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 you know. <laughs> um, and so when there is this pause and I just look at them, then they're like, they look at me. And then I say, so what's resonating? what's what are you feeling right now and we can actually have a really nice beautiful conversation and I feel like that is what spirit want they're like check in with the person please you know or maybe they have something to ask us and I'll say and they're like no I'm feeling really good we have a chat about how they feel and then normally almost every time I can probably probably say every time they say I do want to say one thing though or I do have something to say I do have a question and I'm like yeah but the spirit knew this they knew they had a question they knew that this person the sitter needed some space to 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 bring information you know to share them something or ask a question and so you know when there is a gap in information in the stream a lot of I think readers and mediums um they try to fill the space they kind of like repeat stuff or they you know they're like oh shit I've lost a link I've lost a link we never lose a link we're always linked and so actually the space is purposeful in using it um and so that would be yeah that's just something I want to share um that you know when there is this kind of like you know oh my god we're gonna lose the gap you know and I've noticed it with these practice readings as well you know with people who are learning um and there is a gap they're like oh so that's all I've got. I'm like, that's okay. Should we talk about what we've got? You know, like kind of easing them, teaching them that the space is really good, you know? Yeah. And it helps the center process too. I think we're getting so much information. You know, I always, whether I'm the reader or the center, I'll record um, the session because I want to be able to go back and listen. You know, there's like so much happening and we're like excited and we're in anticipation for what's coming through. And so as the center you can forget some of the information that comes through, right? And you can forget what what all comes up and having that ability to either like play it back and listen to it, you know, while you're driving the car or whatever, like kind of review um, is nice too, especially if it's kind of guidance for where you're going, what you're doing, because we all need those reassurances, you know, from time to time to be able to check in and be like, okay, yeah, just remember what they said, like, you're okay. We love you. We support you, you know? Um, so I love that. I think that's so beautiful to really embrace that pause and allow spirit to do what they need to do during that time. And I, I totally agree with the record, recording thing. A lot of readers are funny. Obviously I've, I've had a lot of um, readings in my life too, of course. And um, hence why I think I love reading for others. And I have key things that I think are so important, like making the person feel really loved for being there um I've had readings where I'm like wow this is transactional and you're better about you you know I'm like, oh, this ain't a nice experience um so uh so I think so you know there's always a, this big you know like and but that's how I coach as well that's how I do everything is I just have this full 
you know, if I'm with anyone, I just, they have all of my love and energy. They, they have all of me um, and I want to give all of them, um, me to them. But the recording thing, yes, it's why I love doing it over Zoom. It's very easy to get a link. People are like, how do you have a psychic reading over Zoom? I'm like, girl, we're all interconnected. Let me tell you. Um, but recording it so that they can go back and look at it a year in advance or two years later, three years later, um, and to see what lands. Because it doesn't usually land all in. Usually you take one little thing and it's like, I'm okay. Like that's your one thing you take in the session but a year later it's like wow they said that wow okay so I can see how now I've done that or two years how I've done that so I totally agree with the reading some clairvoyants and psychics and readers of any kind mediums are really funny about recording um, and I'm guessing that they just don't want to be wrong I don't know about funny but yes I'm all for recording I record the zoom or I write it down or I do what yeah I'm all for recording as well Mm -hmm. and you just brought up something that I wanted to talk about you um so I'm glad you hit on that you are a coach right let's talk about your coaching business tell me about that tell me kind of what you do who you're helping you know all of these things because people need your help I love 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 your personality in fact just to segue for a moment Alex is the reason that my Instagram account went live when it did do you remember that? Do you remember that from our <laughs> okay, so we're this up Yeah. Tomorrow. She's we'll like, um, so what are you planning on doing with this? Like, are you just kind of here to, you know, see what this is all about? Like, and I was like, oh, I'm going all in. And she's like, oh my God, what do you have? Like, where are you at online? And I'm like, I'm nowhere. <laughs> I have the handle. I like already, I already got the handle, but I'm not anyway. And she's like, you have to get online. When are you going to do this? Like, and before we even got off, you, you very much were like, you know, coaching me in such a loving manner. Like, okay, you know, you need to get on here. You need to do this. I'm going to follow you. Da, 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 da. Like, and I remember leaving the house after our session wrapped up and going out and running a few errands and picking up dinner and coming home and like sitting down on my couch at like eight o'clock at night and going, no, you crystal, you have to do this. Like <laughs> you have to do this. She was so encouraging and supportive. Like let's do this. And I think that that's so beautiful. So tell people about what you do because they need to know. Oh, you're so wonderful. Um, I know that was all you, you had it ready. I was just, all I did was task you with, we always know what we need to do. Sometimes we need someone just to go. So what's stopping us from doing it right now? And normally there's nothing. And that's all it is. <laughs> it's like, Oh, I'm just getting in my own way. So let's just get you out of your own way, you know, um, transcend the fear. But um, so, yes, I am a, oh, is that airplane? Just as I want to talk. Great. Um, so I am a life coach and um, I'm also going to be an NLP coach soon as well, which is neurolinguistic programming, which is really cool. I just love breaking down these limiting beliefs in people. So let's get you out of your own way, um, out of that fear state. Right. Um, and I help I help people who, you know, at the moment I have some wonderful clients who are going through career transitions um, and they're moving more into a, a career or a space in which they feel really um, themselves. They feel happier, you know, and they can make choices. I think we forget to make choices that are in our best interest. Um, so it's really teaching people to go, well, 
everything that you're living now was your choice and you're not happy with it so let's make different choices but um, what I'm transitioning at the moment and developing at the moment is a, um, a into conscious consciousness coaching so really helping people with the inner work really helping people with realizing who they are their higher self their connection to their purpose and how they're going to live that and embody that every day and make decisions from that place um, and I think that that can transcend us in a much higher and faster way than all right let's look at your schedule and your diary and your career and look at the more tangibles those things always happen anyway and uh, we're living in a in a 3d world we're living in this in this form world that's what we're meant to be doing but we are spiritual beings so how can I get people connected to themselves and you know really loving themselves and compassionate towards themselves in a way that is going to um take them further in life and have a much happier life because our relationship with ourselves defines our whole life defines our whole life and um and so how can i get a bit help them get a better relationship with themselves so i have um i'm developing at the moment a group coaching program because i think there's something beautiful about group coaching where you're all in this space together and you're learning off of what each other are doing and it's just and it's a really powerful setting um and then it's a bit at the moment i'm just doing one-on-one i have a it's called life and focus it's a one-on-one program it's about eight eight to twelve weeks and we have modules and we just do one-on-one in-depth sessions. So, um, and on top of that, I offer readings as well. So I do one-off readings um, and they're between one to two hours, depending on what they're wanting. So we can do one hour just reading or two hours with coaching as well. So I try to help people in lots of different ways um, and while still having space to create new options. So yeah, and I'm going to get my own podcast out as well yeah. to talk about all things coaching and consciousness and um, and it's going to be called Remarkably You. So I'll get that out in the next couple of weeks. Yay. I love that so much. I cannot wait to have that. I'm so excited to, number one, get to hear your voice on a regular <laughs> basis because I just love it. Accent. My yeah. terrible <laughs> accent. Oh, gosh. It's so beautiful. <laughs> Oh, the accents it. my 14 year old daughter tries to do different accents all the time and I'm like yeah I just don't think we've got it <laughs> we can't do it yeah, keep practicing girlfriend <laughs> um but yes and thank you to you for helping me get my podcast off the ground so um thank you crystal for that so once it is up and running everyone um it's going to be called remarkably you and uh crystal will probably be my first subscriber but it was because of her and her push and her support and all the tips and tricks that um it's going to come to life so thank you to you look at this Aww. see we're all just one big community all we are community. i love it i love it and so much support and so much love and I think it's just so magical that like the universe brought us together and created this container so that we could get to really know each other and help each other. And I mean, obviously we were meant to do this months ago, you know, like we've been, we've been led here since then, you know, since I already like saw that conversation happening. Like, I think it's so amazing. And I really, really want to vouch for Um, your coaching and your, your reading ability, like all the way around, because you just have this beautiful way of uplifting and supporting and loving and making the other person feel loved, like the person that's receiving it and receiving that support. So I highly encourage anyone who's listening and wants to go check out Alex to do so. Can you let them know where they can find you? 
Yeah, I'll give you my details. But so my business is Mindbloom NZ. Um, it's on Instagram um, and Facebook. Um, I'm going to be launching the podcast, Remarkably Be You. I also have a YouTube channel called Mindbloom. And um, yeah, and I'll put the, I'll send you the details. You can put it in your bio if they want to okay. follow me along. It'd be great. I usually do like lives and stories and stuff because it's fun to chat on my Instagram. So follow me along. That'd be wonderful. I love it. I love it. I love it. Thank you so much for coming on here. Thank you for so having me. Yay, talk Absolutely. soon. Yes. Well, enjoy the rest of your afternoon. And we will definitely be having you back on the podcast. And I can't wait to hear the very first episode of Remarkably You. It's going to be fantastic. Thank you. And I will um, be having sharing many more. Might bring some stories next time, some, maybe some of my readings and what came I through. Love it. I think that would be quite fun. Yes, absolutely. And there you have it. I hope you enjoyed that interview with Alex as much as we enjoyed having that conversation together. It's always so much fun when we get together and chat. And we are definitely going to be having Alex on the show again. So you'll be hearing from her again sometime in the near future. I am sure of it. If you are interested in working with Alex, you know, whether it be inquiring about one of her programs that she has through her coaching business or receiving a reading from her, you can find her information below in the description box and definitely keep your eyes and ears peeled for her Remarkably You podcast. I have no doubt it's just going to be amazing. All right, that is it for today. I will see you back here for the next episode. In the meantime, have a wonderful, wonderful time.